Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com, and the beautiful Hill Country is beginning to get off the edge there of 100, so maybe fall is coming soon. We'll see. We're going to talk about money, honey, and then after our first guest here, I'll come back with you and talk about our brand name, our branding. It takes a long time to get young. Name of our book and a screenplay, and also the kind of way we live our life because we think that aging is a scam. You think money's a scam? Aging is a scam too. So we're helping people to live a long, long time, and I've had my body for many years, if you want to count years, and uh, so you're going to have to take care of your money because when you outlive your money, well, it's just not good. So we're, you're going to meet Greg Manorino in, in just a moment. And then tomorrow, you know, turned out to be a little bit of a, a financial week. Uh, Tom Luongo, one of our regular guys, he's a very interesting fellow, gold, goats, and guns. And he takes a real broad view of the geopolitical landscape and money. And so he's on um, tomorrow. And then yesterday, as fate would have it, um, Matthew Errett, who's one of the crack researchers in geopolitics, and he uh, really brought us up to speed on what this whole BRICS thing is about. We did an hour and a half on just the BRICS, understanding who the players are and where the bodies are buried, and this plays into the money game. So we turned out to be pretty, pretty geeky uh, money week here on One Radio Network. If you'd like to join the show, call 888-663-6386, email patrick at One Radio. Network.com. Now on to Florida, where Greg Manorino is uh, residing at the moment. Greg's an interesting fellow. Uh, he has a website called um, TradersChoice.net. But he has a great uh, YouTube channel, all kinds of videos. He put one up pretty much every day. And he talks about money, where the bodies are buried, as we said, who the players are. And Greg, a good morning to you. Nice to have you here. So are you looking great? You're taking care of yourself? You look like it. <laughs> well, thank you. I try to take care of myself. I think it's important, you know, uh, mentally, physical, physically, spiritually, uh, everything else connected to it. Uh, I really appreciate you guys having me here. And I think we're going to have a good time here. Yes, uh, yes. Just try to put this whole thing into perspective. We will. So if you believe the government's numbers, which we try not to do, but let's just for fun say that we do. <laughs> and, and we take the position. We, we take, I'm sorry. That's all right. We take the position that there's okay. 33 plus uh, trillion bonded debt. The GDP, uh, listening to you, it's actually negative, where the, the boys tell us that it's positive. $2 trillion in uh, uh, deficits, right? Pr pretty much what we're running now, right, Greg? $2 trillion a year deficits. Um, interest on the debt, I don't know. You tell us, maybe $1.2, maybe $1.5 trillion unfunded liabilities. So um, should, we do, should we just buy gold and then go to the woods and, and call it a day? I mean, how do we get out of this thing? Well, there's no way to get out of it. I mean, we can definitely protect ourselves in certain ways here. But the system is sincerely, uh, it's coming apart. But it's this is not at all, by uh, any stretch of the imagination, uh, an accident. This is deliberate. It's being driven worldwide um, in that in that direction. The people of the world are, are now being forced to submit into a neo-feudal system. Hmm. 
And uh, there's a lot more coming down the pike here. Uh, with regard to these numbers, I mean, you know, they're all fake. And, and, and we are getting this information, not just because, you know, we have... Uh, uh, a direct line into, I guess, some kind of a, a natural intuition. We know, we know they're not real, but the Bureau <laughs> of Labor Statistics has admitted these numbers are fake. Hmm. They're all being propagated across the mainstream propaganda ministries, shoved down people's throats, trying to convince them of something that's just not true. Um, the global economy is cratering at its fastest pace ever. Um, here in the United States, things are looking worse and worse. As a matter of fact, the, the bad economic news, as you well know, it doesn't stop. Um, and, and again, it, it's a phenomenon that I think people um, I, I just they're not paying attention. I think some people are mm -hmm. the people that follow your work. And sure. I would like to think the people that follow my work, they get it. But th this thing here, look, we got to prepare. We got to be ready for what's coming. This is not about being afraid or fear mongering or whatever. This is about understanding the current situation. We got to know who the enemy is. The enemy is clearly the central banks. The central banks of the world run the world. They run the world economy. They run, run the world financial markets. They run the financial system. They control the money. They control everything else too, as long as the as well as the flow of, of information. Obviously, and that shows like yours and mine. Thank goodness for these kinds of things. But uh, you know, they, they they are the overlords, and they are working towards a goal here. Central banks uh, are are uh, inflating by design, uh, cutting off the availability of credit to small businesses, fulfilling the corporate agenda. Uh, pressuring the consumer and they're not going to stop. Everything that we're seeing here is leading up to an end game, a goal. Central Bank's goal since their inception has been one thing, to be one day the lenders and buyers of a last resort. And they have achieved this, uh, unfortunately, for all of us here. And they're creating a slave system, dependency on the system um, more so than we've ever seen before. And that's really where we're going wow. right now. Um, so do you think this yeah. uh, ties in then to the central bank digital currency thing? Is, in your opinion, is that the end game that they want to do for everybody? Well, it's part, it's part of it because mm. it's about control. What better way? I mean, they control the money as it is. And sure. uh, honestly, people don't understand that the system right now is 99% digital. On, on the planet Earth, um, and I urge people just go to the Federal Reserve's own website. All the truth is always hidden in plain sight. On this planet, there only exists 1.5 trillion actual currency. The rest of it is in digital form. Wow. It doesn't exist. It's not on the elemental chart. <laughs> um, so the conversion over to a fully digital system, cross-border uh, kind of thing. It, it's 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 happening. It's just a matter of how they're going to roll it out. They need more dependency on the current system first, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's where we're going. Absolutely plays into that. So all about control, and that should be a frightening prospect for people because again, control means a lot of things. It means they're going to extort everything they possibly can to steal people, and they're going to willingly give this up, unfortunately, their freedoms and their liberties. Uh, people like you, people like me, people that follow our work, we're not going to sit back here and allow that to happen. We are the resistance. We are raising people's awareness as to what's happening to them. Uh, and if you think about it, it's always the minority 
who seems to get their way. Now, we're, we, we are the minority, unfortunately, right now. People that see what's going on here, mm. but this is going to grow. I think that that's maybe our only saving grace is maybe being a minority in this whole thing, because uh, nobody knows until everybody knows. And I think this is has the potential. I, I see change already. I see people reaching out to me more so than I've ever had before. Really? I've been out here for a while. Mm. But over the past, I would say, year to year and a half, it's kind of exploded with people that are saying, hey, you know what, all this stuff you spoke about, Greg, I thought you were nuts in the past. I, I turned you off, but now I see all the stuff you're saying is actually happening. So we are making a difference. Shows like this, we're getting through to people. And that's, I think, the most important thing, raising awareness, let people understand where we're going, know who our enemy is, and know what actions that we need to take. Hmm. Well, actions that we need to take, as you said earlier. Well said. Gold, um, silver, silver, commodities, hard assets. And we'll talk about that. And I think, too, Mr. Man Man Manorino, right? Manorino. Manorino. It's Manorino. a hard one. Uh, Manorino. <laughs> you can just call me Greg. <laughs> okay, Greg. That'll be easier, Greg, is that so much has happened in the last two or three years with this whole COVID scam, which we believe is a scam. We don't even think the germs exist. I think that's, we've done so many shows on the germ theory. It's just made up. This whole thing has been a psychological operation. The corruption in government and... Um, and then the money thing, and then the vaccines. I think people are just beginning to believe that, you know, I don't know what to believe, so I got to try to figure out for myself, and maybe that's why they come to guys like you and say, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? What's really going on? Exactly. I Look, I want people, and I, tell, I say this on every show I do, and even in my own work, I want people to take in information like they're getting from this show and from my work and a lot of other guys and girls too. Don't don't take anything as gospel truth. You make up your own mind. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing? What you know, people know the truth when they hear it. People know something is wrong. Um, hmm. All the propaganda, all the deceptions, the, the looks here, the don't look over there, the scamdemic, uh, everything that you're talking about. The, 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 I, I don't even want to say these things because, you know, they'll shut us down. We got to be very careful yeah. today. What the wording that we use, you know, you can, they haven't picked up on the sign language yet. But uh, absolutely, uh, it's all about, again, seeing what how hard they can push people, what they're going to take, because they, I don't think that they're done by a long shot. There's much more coming down the pike. I want people to have the high ground at all times. Consider always, I mean, this has nothing to do with fear, but always prepare for a worst case scenario no matter what it might be for you and everyone has their own worst case scenario okay what would be the worst thing let's say if i lost my job or mm -hmm. whatever happened here um so think about what that means for you uh take this kind of information in let it sleep on it think about it and then make up your own decision all right is this stuff crazy or are we actually making sense and, and like i said people know there's a problem and that's number one it's like in anything in life understanding there's a problem and then sitting back and say okay what can i do about it um again you know every problem has a solution or or a set of solutions so that's what i try to look at i say here here's the enemy this is what they're trying to do this is the problem okay now what do we do to kind of make it work for us and not against us. Uh, this uh, concept of inflation that the Fed is raising rates to try to tame and all that, I think it's fair to say that it's just simply an increase in the monetary system, the money supply, which causes more dollars to chase after the same quart of milk. I mean, that's pretty much rising prices, right? So there's no indication, is there, Greg, that the prices are going to 
stop going up or go up slower? What's your opinion on the whole inflation thing? This is the biggest, honestly, I think it's, if it's not the biggest, it's one of the biggest financial farces to have ever been played on the people of the world. Wow. Okay, let's talk about this. So since yeah. the meltdown of 2008, central banks have gone wild, printing trillions and trillions and trillions. They are adding trillions of dollars uh, to a digital screen, inflating the global debt to heights that I think no one would have ever believed before. Now they want us, they're trying to convince us that by incrementally raising rates, this is miraculously going to go, go away. <laughs> oh, it's transitory. Oh, it's temporary. No, nothing could be further from the truth. Central banks banks are raising rates for one reason and that one reason is to it has nothing to do with stopping inflation and i can give you some clear examples of yeah, this sure. number one yeah. the real reason why they are raising rates now is to cut off the availability of credit number one to small businesses and number two the consumer themselves here they're limiting the availability of credit fulfilling the corporate agenda if in fact uh, any central bank actually wanted to do something about inflation. I am so happy you brought that up because I talk about it all the time. All these bills chasing the same, or in this case, a lesser amount of goods. Mm -hmm. Central banks, the Federal Reserve, has the power to contract the money supply, which would actually do something about inflation. They could have the large financial institutions hold capital reserves right now we don't even have a fractional reserve system anymore it's a zero reserve system people don't realize this it flew right under the radar banks do not have to hold reserves anymore if in fact we even went back to a fractional reserve system meaning banks had to hold some cash right. in reserve we could contract the money supply and inflation would go away this is something that is devoid you will never hear this from bloomberg fox business cnbc or any one of their guests they cannot allow people to know that the central banks could in fact contract the money supply and stop inflation but they're selling the lie that oh yes a miracle is going to happen we're going to raise the federal funds rate 25 basis points then we're going to follow it up the next month by another 25 and maybe even a 50 and eventually <laughs> inflation is going to stop absolutely not this is not even meant to work let me ask but though again, it's the, by, it's the fable. by contracting the money supply do they are you talking about they just stop buying treasuries or stop uh, monetizing debt and would that contract it well, or the banks don't but well, the banks first not, of all they can't stop monetizing the debt that's going to go on and on to. and on in fact get even worse but right. what they can do is let's say have the major financial institutions hold cash hold cash in reserve they have zero cash in reserve people don't understand that these financial institutions first of all the entire banking system today is uh, teetering on a knife's edge and is actually collapsing. You know, let's talk about that just real quick. Over a year ago, all right, anyone can check this for themselves. Go to my, go to my, check my YouTube blogs. I started to say the banking system was in trouble because of three things and three things only. No deposits, no loans, and no deals. I said, how can these institutions survive if we know this is going on? What ended up happening was we saw these, this issue with the regional banks. They started to collapse. A lot of them were absorbed by the larger institutions. But what people are not being told, number one, is this problem is not fixed. Number two, this issue of no loans, no deposits, and no deals is also uh, affecting the larger banks. The larger banks are seeing capital outflows, cash being pulled out of them, faster than ever in history there are bank runs going on today people don't know it again 
And the, I think it's even more troubling than that. The FDIC last week put out two very troubling reports uh, talking about how the financial institutions and these banks are in a lot of trouble. As a matter of fact, they went on to say that thousands of banks are in trouble, but they can't allow us, we the people, to know which banks they are. It's privileged information. It's confidential information. These institutions, they said in their report, could be taken over at any time. In other words, no access to your cash, people. So we have a major problem going on here. There are bank runs going on. People are pulling their cash out of these institutions. What they're actually doing with it, I don't know. Maybe they're doing like our grandparents did, stuffed it under their mattresses. That's what my grandparents did back in the day. Uh, people did not trust these institutions back then, and we should not trust them now. So what we have is a, an, a, a, a financial system here that operates in a perpetual vacuum uh, uh, and, and it can never stop. This is how the debt-based model functions. It, it must constantly be fed with more debt, more cash pulled into the now from the future and all the nonsensical things that we're hearing out of central banks and how the, and, and, and our so-called leaders are oh, going to cut spending. They know they can't do it. They must inflate. If they do not, if, let's put it this way. If the next chosen president, and we have no say so who is president anymore, uh, uh, does not spend more than the last guy, we end up in a Mad Max scenario. It demands a constant, ever-increasing amount of debt be being pulled into the now in greater and greater amounts. It can't remain static. So we have a financial system here that operates in a perpetual vacuum. That's how it works. It's, it's this debt hyperbubble is the greatest threat to mankind, period, the end. Um, more so than nuclear war or the any other fable that they want to throw at us here. But under, people really understood the financial system they'd be running for the hills. They'd be pulling their cash out of these institutions. Again, why would you want to keep your cash in these institutions that the FDIC won't even let us know? They won't allow us to know which of these institutions is failing. So I say get unbanked. Pull your, your, pull your cash out of these institutions. Leave only what you need to transact because we're all forced to work, uh, transact in their system, right? Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, uh, use only that. The rest of it, get it out. Find some other place to put it. If you feel, yeah, there's so many places you can actually put your cash and be relatively safe. Nothing is without risk. Even putting cash under your mattresses is without risk, quite obviously. But, um, you know, there's so much going on here. But the system itself is toxic. The system itself is going down. And this is, it is not going down by accident. This is being driven by central banks who are consolidating power. And that goes right back into the banks failing. They got to have less players here. They're going to consolidate power into less and less institutions moving forward to exert control. So that's, that's really the about. big story that... This is this is a controlled demolition. I was speaking of 9-11 yesterday. A controlled demolition. Um, that these people have been around, I guess, Greg, for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. I don't know who these these people are. But they, they own Dollar Inc. and they own the central banks. And for them, it's about control. And they're going to do whatever they mm -hmm. can to control people's behavior and whatever. Is, is that fair, mm -hmm. what I just said? This is what they want to do. It's exactly what they want here. Central banks are are, are are sovereign entities. They answer to no other power on this earth. Mm -hmm. They can do whatever they want when they want to do it. Um, 
you know, we just, you know, we what people don't understand here, the Federal Reserve, just just sticking with these, this bank, and this is going on around the world here, is now uh, has an emergency monetary policy program where banks can borrow cash from the Fed. Right now, 22% of U.S. banks are borrowing cash from the Fed with another 55% um, waiting to borrow cash from the Fed that we're not allowed to know about. Not only that, foreign banks are looking to the Federal Reserve. Foreign banks, hmm. okay, who have their own central bank, are looking to get dollarized by the Federal Reserve. Um, and this, to me, I mean, is clear uh, where we're going between the BRICS nations that you brought up before hmm. in the United States. We have NATO nations now arming themselves to the teeth. Um, obviously, this BRICS alliance here. What are they doing? What's the real thing? What do they want? Uh, if you, you know, they they want to dominate energy. Uh, number number one, they want to dominate energy because they want to. Um, I, I hate putting it this way, but dethrone the U.S. dollar as the world reserve. Sure. The the U.S. dollar as a world reserve currency only exists because of the petrodollar system. The petrodollar is being threatened here by OPEC nations now aligning themselves with the BRICS nations. What does this all mean? It means we're clearly moving towards war. And the writing, I mean, I mean a world war. The writing is on the wall. I don't think, that, I mean, it's its just in our face here. And uh, unfortunately, people don't think so. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm certain that this is where we're so going. So if the United States decides to uh, just do Russia and quit doing it by proxy with NATO, what would this mean for our listeners around the world? How would it affect, first off, I guess, Greg, how would it affect the value of the dollar, which is the most important thing, right? What's your dollar going to buy if this is our if this is our currency that we have to use? How is that going to affect that, do you think, war? Well, a lot of things are going to happen. Um, initially, well, on a relative strength basis, the dollar is going to stay strong. That means on a comparative strength basis, its purchasing power is being systematically erased. This is something that's been going on now for many, many decades, henceforth, while we're seeing inflation, uh, as it is now, and it's got nowhere to go much, much, much higher. Mm -hmm. Food inflation and energy inflation are going to outpace everything else. So I want people to be prepared for that. With regard to the stock market, uh, the initial reaction would be a drop followed by probably a large move higher. War is bullish for the stock market. I also believe commodities would, would see a, 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 a large move higher. I would also expect to see cash make its way, some of it into other assets as well, uh, including cryptocurrencies. Um, so this is how it would generally play out, I think, uh, uh, depending on how, how, I mean, if we, you know, if this thing became nuclear, it might change the whole ball game here. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if it would get, get, get that way. I wouldn't be surprised to see a false flag event involving a nuke, uh, that would be blamed sure. on sure. whoever they want to blame it on here. It's all a setup here. They drag the people along. It's, it's been going on since time immemorial here. Um, but unfortunately, but th that's how it would work initially. Uh, and, 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 you know, if you look back on history, it, it just dictates how it's, how things are going to play out pretty much like I just said. Uh, and that's what, what, and then this would also present a major opportunity for central banks. What people don't understand is war generates more cash flow for the military industrial complex uh, the corporations than any other endeavor bar none bar none uh it would also in uh, allow central banks to finish uh, their their end game here uh because of course they're the ones that fund this whole thing do do, do develop nations develop nations quote unquote 
uh, really have a war chest? Where do we get all this cash to fight wars? Where are we getting all this money to fund this proxy war that we are involved in right now that you brought up um, very smartly? Uh, we don't have a war chest. We don't have, they don't have rooms stashed with dollar bills <laughs> stacked ceiling high. No, it all has to be borrowed. It all has to be pulled into existence out of nothing. So, And this benefits central banks. See, what people don't understand here is that the more debt a central bank is allowed to issue, called on to issue, uh, or anything else along those lines, the stronger they become, not the weaker. They want to lend. They want to be the lenders and buyers of the last resort. You cannot bankrupt a central bank. It's impossible to do. They have a printing press. They have a, a, a digits they can add to a screen in any amount. We pay for it via inflation. Yes. Right. So, uh, essential banks got the world by the throat, unfortunately, right now, and they are pushing us towards war. I, I wonder why uh, I'm looking at the H41 release, which is, uh, you know, the weekly thing from the Fed, $8 trillion right now. They hold $7.5 of U.S. debt. Um, some people believe that they have to continue to try to uh, sell off some of this stuff because the the Fed loses credibility if it gets too high. Do you, do you agree with that, or do you think they could go to... 10 trillion or 12 trillion on their 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 balance sheet if they wanted to I don't I, I don't they can do whatever they want and people don't pay any <laughs> attention to this at all I urge people to just go to the Federal Reserve's website and look what's going on um, it's always the same story look our, our politicians all of them are on the in the in the back pockets of these institutions unfortunately uh, and, and and they know where this is all going and central bank like I said they can act and do anything they want. They they could lend to anybody, any nation, for any reason, um, individuals. We have no say-so. They have no oversight. With regard to Federal Reserve's credibility, I think they have zero. Uh, and I think most people actually believe that, too. But at the same time, they don't know what else to do. People are like, okay, well, you know what? I can get up. I, I eat my breakfast every morning. I go to work, and then I get I get to borrow bills from the Federal Reserve. You know, when people work, it's kind of an interesting kind of phenomenon. When people go to work and they get up every day and they work their nine to five, or whatever it may be, they're only working for one thing, for the privilege to borrow those bills from the central bank. When People believe that the cash that they earn is theirs. It is not theirs. These are central bank issued notes, which are owned by the issuing central bank and owed back to the issuing central bank plus cash they create out of nothing uh it's a form of slavery and actually is uh so people don't work to earn money they work for the privilege to borrow it from the central bank wherever central bank it may be that's how the system actually works and people have no idea and so with regard to what the fed credibility it doesn't even matter anymore you've got they got the propaganda ministries the, the cnbc's the bloomberg's the fox business you know towing the line they bringing out every right. guest they yeah. tell us how great our lives are how rich we all are how fantastic how, how privileged we are <laughs> to be living in this kind of an environment well you know it's it's unbelievable but it's it's complete propaganda you know, I used to tell people that the greatest export product of the United States was inflation, and that was by having the world reserve currency. But now it's propaganda. I think propaganda has surpassed inflation as our greatest export product. Unfortunately, we need a revolution in this country. I've been telling people this for the longest time. We need a revolt and we need a revolution. Unfortunately, what are they doing? They're creating slaves to the system, dependency on the system so they can prevent a revolution. Uh, here's That's an email from Emily. Does your guest believe that there has to be some kind of big event to be able to usher in this central bank digital currency people talk about? Do you think there's got to be a 
black swan kind of thing and say, well, we got to take care of this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, already, they already have it planned out. There's just no <laughs> doubt about it. We just what? That's what I'm telling people. Be prepared for some kind of false flag, black swan. Be prepared for anything. Uh, nothing should surprise anyone. Uh, if they happen to be watching one of the mainstream propaganda ministries and they see aliens fly out of the guest's head, they should have expected it. Um, you know, it's just whatever it might be, anything. Uh, they will do whatever they have to do, and then they're going to try to convince people yet again that, oh, this is what we have to do to yes, save the right. system. We have a solution for you. <laughs> Don't worry. We got you. We're, we're going to help you out. It's always the same, <laughs> it's the same problem, thing, right? reaction, Action, solution. The same, Great question, but the, that's totally the, true. The same thing. You know, I think they're going to go for the alien thing. They've got the ability to do holograms in the sky and show you a, you know, a flying saucer that everybody's going to believe. And then, of course, they've got the energy weapons like they did in Hawaii to, 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 to torch it, uh, you know, and they could keep people locked up forever. So, wow. Oh, okay. And they will. And they're going, that's it. I mean, you that's think another they're really going to do this, Greg? I think yeah. there's no doubt about it. They're wow. going to lock people up again one way or the other, this, this, mm -hmm. whatever they got to do, it'll be something like you just, something, whatever it is. And unfortunately, a lot of people are going to fall for it and they're going to believe it and uh, they're going to think it's real. Hmm. Uh, uh, Greg Manorino is with us Patrick Timpone One Radio Network we're going to take just a little bit uh, of a break we'll be back right back with him we only have him for a short time this morning so if you care to ask a question we'll get some emails Patrick at One Radio Network.com I've known this fellow for uh, 30, uh, 30 years his name is Fred Dashevsky oh that's not the right slide but that's a good one for now and he has a company called U.S. Coin Capital and he deals only in numismatic coins. And uh, we think it's a very, very good way to go. You can buy bricks and blocks and stuff like that. But even today, I mean, you don't even know if um, if those things are, how would you know if they're 100% gold, whatever. Also, numismatics is a private deal. If you buy gold and silver coins, collectible coins, money from the mint from Fred, at U.S. Coin Capital, you, um, it's it's a, no, I don't want to do that. Sorry, I did the wrong one. It's a private, it's a private uh, transaction. So you just send him the money, he sends you the coins, and that's the deal. And it's up to you, so don't forget, it's up to you to pay the taxes on them when you sell them at a profit. Uh, so nobody's going to remind you. You're not going to, you know, any kind of paperwork from the government about this. He's a good guy. I've known Fred for, oh gosh, as I say, 30 years or so, the partner of my mentor in the world of money, Andrew Goss. It's U.S. Coin Capital, 800-878-2646. Small boutique company, uh, just a few people there, a small company, and they will not try to sell you a bunch of stuff that you don't need. He also has pre-65 uh, dimes, quarters, halves, and uh, silver dollars in a bag. I believe the the uh, minimum is $1,000 on the on what they call currency silver, but ask him and he'll work with the 800-878-2646. You can get yourself some nice uh, old coins, St. Gardens, things like that for a few thousand bucks and put them in your underwear drawer and then you're safe. That's the most important thing. You have to uh, make sure that you don't lose this stuff. You know, that's the only thing when you take possession. Uh, one of the technologies that we really like is Hydrogen, uh, their hydrogen is probably the most abundant molecule 
on this earth plane. And uh, there's a company that we promote. As you, It is called Holy Hydrogen. You breathe the hydrogen gas and you drink the hydrogen water. And it's a very beneficial. It's a, It's not a, it doesn't try to kill anything because we don't believe in germs, but it just gives you more juice, more mojo, and more um, um, vital energy for your body to do what it needs to do, which is heal, detox, and, and just stay young for a long time if you want to hang around. But we do these money shows so you don't allow to live your money. So get yourself a hydrogen machine, and uh, you can just get it on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. And uh, what else? One more quick little plug here. We have probably the best uh, sulfur that we know of, pure organic sulfur. Uh, The GMOs mess with the sulfur cycle in the body. We know this for sure with our many conversations with uh, Stephanie Seneff on the um, glyphosate GMO connection. Not good. Sulfur replaces the the sulfur in your body and helps... um, if you get some glyphosates in your body and if you go out to eat, well, you know you're getting some, so everybody goes out to eat. Sulfur, it's pure organic sulfur from OneRadioNetwork.com. It's a great, great product. We've had people, uh, after 10 years, they're still buying it. I see the names. It's 10 years, so, so they like it. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. I'm talking with Greg Manorino. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, Greg. Greg has a YouTube channel that's just chock full. You put a, a video up pretty much every day, don't you? Pretty much every day. I do, <laughs> I do two every <laughs> business day. Do you really? And I do, yeah, two. Well, I do one in the morning pre-market, one post-market. I cover with what's going on here, what's driving the markets, what's really going on here. Uh, I, I just want people to understand what's happening really to them, like I said earlier. And I, I just, it's so good to have be on a show like yours and uh, yeah, and it's a, raising people's awareness and I'll let them know. I know we're probably preaching to the choir for the most part, but I, like I said, I think we're making a difference in people's lives. I really, really do. And to me, it's all that really matters. And all this other stuff that comes along with it, that's fine and well and dandy. But 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 doing something positive in the world, uh, even if we can help one person a week, I think is, uh, is worthwhile yeah. to me at least. So yes, I do, two, I do two videos every business day, Monday through Friday. Uh, unless the market's closed, I don't do one on, on market close holidays, and I do one on Sunday. I do a look at a look ahead, where I try to look at the bigger picture and say what can we expect um, coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is Linda. Thanks for having Greg on. I've watched some of his YouTube videos. Other than gold and silver coins, like you promote, Patrick, what are some places we could put our dollars that they would be safe if we want to pull the money out of the banks, as Greg is recommending? Hmm. Well, you know, look. Uh, wherever you put it, even if you have it in your hand, uh, it, it is risk here, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's always a, a risk of it getting stolen or whatever it might be. But, you know, look, if you don't want to have the cash in your hand, you could – I've been telling people this. Um, you could roll your cash into short-term treasuries and earn it a little bit of income here out of it. Uh, won't keep up with the, uh, the actual rate of inflation, but at least, uh, you know, treasury uh, uh, treasuries are considered safe here, all right? Like I said, do your own research on these things, and uh, a lot of people do implement this kind of strategy of rolling their cash over like every three months into mm-hmm. into short-term treasury bills and rolling them over and rolling them over. And then you can do that and, and, and create an income stream for yourself, but that definitely is uh, there's, everything, there's some there's, there's risk involved here. 
picture. Me, I look at the, what I do. Look, I look at the bigger picture. I'm a macro guy for the most part. I say, what is the most likely outcome? How is this going to play out? Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe if I if I outline that real quick, sure. um, people uh, gain a perspective on maybe what they should do. I believe sincerely that we are existing today under a financial monster, and that is this global debt hyperbubble. The global debt hyperbubble is being inflated to unbelievable heights via central banks and our our politicians here working in concert uh, to pull cash into the now to fulfill the end game of central banks here, period, the end. So understanding that we are in the, it's a monstrous hyperbubble. It's going to burst. Eventually we're going to see uh, the debt market implode on itself. So there's maybe some risk of an, of uh, investing in treasuries or in debt. Okay, that's going to implode on itself here. Cash is going to bleed out of the debt market, which will put pressure on world equity markets or stock markets, which will fall precipitously. Cash does not grow little money wings and fly away. It, it never does. Mm-hmm. It moves from one reality into another. It's going to bleed out of the debt market, put pressure on the stock markets, and cash is going to move. It's going to move into commodities, hmm. uh, in my view, in a massive way. I also believe into cryptocurrencies. I've been telling people that they need to gain exposure to commodities. If you want to keep dollars uh, uh, and, and, and not not at home, not only could you roll this stuff over into treasuries, you could also invest it into, let's say, um, energy companies or, uh, or exchange-traded funds, ETFs, that give you exposure to a broad basket of commodities. I have a free newsletter. I put out at least five, maybe even six uh, lists of exchange-traded funds where people could gain exposure to commodities in this kind of a scenario. Right now, these these prices of commodities, uh, including gold and silver and platinum, palladium, and even crude oil hmm. right now are, are massively su- suppressed um, based on uh, the, what we... I mean, I, mean, I could go on and on about what the true price of crude oil is but and it's much much lower than i i it is right now but it's not going to stop it from going much much higher in my view in this kind of a situation here and supply and demand has nothing to do with it uh these are real things they're real assets and right now the environment is risk on meaning cash is making its way deliberately into risk assets like the stock market how does that work when a central bank suppresses interest rates when they keep rates low bond yields low it cr- it opens up a doorway for cash to move mm-hmm. into the stock market it mm-hmm. reinflate it inflates a bubble um that's and the federal reserve and central banks around the world have been very successful at reinflating a, a, a hyper bubble in the stock market on the back of the debt market uh there's, they've also inflated a massive bubble in real estate we haven't even begun to see the commercial real estate nightmare unfold but what people need to get if they want to understand the market, okay, here, I'm going to give everyone the biggest clue they've probably ever heard. Okay. Uh, the stock market itself is a derivative, meaning it derives value from what's happening in the debt market. The debt market is the driver. Uh, it sets the price action for every asset. Now, if we have a global debt market hyperbubble, how can the price? How can the price of any asset be real? When you have, we have a, 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 a nine thousand pound gorilla sitting in the room every transaction that we make uh, even if you go to the store you go to walmart uh you have a third player in here and that is the central banks and they're forcing you to pay more now because of their deliberate mismanagement of the financial system and deliberately creating inflation generally in a market you have a buyer and you have a seller 
in what in, in that's how a free market is supposed to work. Let's say I have asset XYZ or stock XYZ. I'm willing to buy it from this guy and we you know, we agree on a price and then that's that's what a fair market does. That's mm -hmm. what, it's supposed to how it's supposed to work. Today we don't have that. This whole mechanism <laughs> is interrupted by the action of central banks who act as a third player in every single transaction we make even down to the ones that you and I make. Mm -hmm. Again, we're paying for this with inflation there. There's nothing real about the current environment. It is so twisted, it is so distorted, it is so bent completely out of shape here that there's no, and I tell people nothing is what it seems to be. This is what you got to get your head around this thing and it may take a long time for you to get that wake up moment. But but at least with you know shows like this where I'm on now and shows like mine, we're telling you what to do. What you take action to prepare yourself for what's coming here. Like I said, commodities are going to be the spot to be. I can't imagine another scenario where commodities are not going to skyrocket at one point moving forward with the bursting of the hyper bubble in debt. And as I mm -hmm. said, it will sort of hit uh, world equity Great. markets. And then anyway, and then you got to go beyond that too, you know mentally physically spiritually all this stuff Get, getting together with like-minded people um paying attention to shows like this shows like mine as well you know that it's just so it's, it's a lot of pieces to this it's a big deal um do you can you even hazard a guess of how many dollars are out there i can remember the days in the late 90s when they start taking away the charts remember we used to know what this money supply they used to tell us but now you have no idea if you were on a game show and somebody asked you like how many dollars are out there worldwide what would you what would the guess? What would you say? Well, this is this is here's the here's the issue with all that. When you're looking at a number, right. whatever number they may tell you today, let's say the debt is this or whatever it might be, they're telling you a face value number. If you were to look at whatever that number may be, okay, at face value, whatever that I mean, it's what what is, what is that number? It's uh, it's it's a big one. But <laughs> you have to look at the derivatives. Every every asset has a derivative on on it and layers of derivatives on it so if you look at like the debt here as a whole you have to look at all the side bets a derivative is nothing but a side bet and then you can have a side bet on a side bet or yes. a derivative of a derivative of a derivative of a derivative so this thing is in it's in the multiple quadrillions it's in the multiple quadrillions of dollars adding in all that and this is that's part of the nightmare scenario because no one can tell it's a non-quantifiable thing well we're not, we're not able to know how much actually exists out there and all the numbers that they're going to tell you you're going to look at the federal reserve's website or wherever it might be all this stuff is out there but it's 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 not real it's all just a twisted and again they're telling you face value numbers they're not telling you what the real numbers are based on the derivatives and that um so so i understand oh i i understand when you're saying all the bets and the bets and the bets and uh, mortgage-backed securities or whatever that's all counted in the money supply but the actual just dollars that they created on a computer we'd never really know how many of those are those digits are out there would we or does it really I don't matter? Think there's a way to actually know. No, I don't you know? think so. Yeah. It's a great question. I don't, I don't think there's actually a way to know. We, um, yeah, yeah. But the exact number is. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, here's one for you. Can you please ask Greg who he thinks owns the central banks? Hmm. From Abe. The central banks are run mostly by the big institutions here who actually owns them. These are sovereign entities. They run themselves. Um, maybe there was a time when families actually had uh, owned them, 
or whatever it might be. But today, I think it's gone way beyond that. These central banks have wanted to become their own sovereign entities, like almost like a country. As a matter of fact, if you look at hmm. the debt on the books uh, that we owe, uh, the Federal Reserve is is, is uh, graciously lending us all. It's larger than the GDP of most countries on the planet. Yeah, seven it's and a half trillion. Astonishing yeah. fact, right. but it's the truth. Hmm. So, and, and these in, these institutions today, never more so over since the meltdown of two thousand eight. Uh, which was also deliberate, the whole thing. Um, they've consolidated their power more so than ever. They're working in concert together. Everything they do is coordinated. They do it together. Henceforth, why? We're seeing these same problems manifest themselves in every nation around the world, some worse than others. But the, the problems are the same. That should tell everyone, what is the common thread that is linking this all together. I'm going to give you one guess. It's central banks. And they are not done. By a long shot, they're not done. Can you please ask Greg why he thinks we, I guess he means by we, United States, need to support Israel financially? Why do all these nations, why does this stuff go on? Uh, I think I know where this patient, this patient, this person's probably going with this, but I, 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 again, I don't think it goes back to any of the families or whoever who may or may not have at one time owned these institutions here um, around the world. But I mean, why does the president kiss the hand of the Pope for that matter? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, hmm. uh, some of these institutions like the Vatican, the richest in the world, um, you know, meanwhile, you know, they, uh, is supposed to promote uh, help the poor. You know, they got untold trillions of dollars locked up. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't really know. These alliances here, they're all done for a reason here, more so than I think that we can possibly comprehend. And if we really understood the truth behind it, I think it would be kind of scary. Either way, um, I think we know what to do, the actions that we need to take to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's the main goal here. From Frank, and he is in Florida, where that's where you are. Uh, could you please ask Greg what he thinks about investing in defense stocks if he thinks there's another war coming, Boeing, etc.? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, what do I think about yeah. it? I think it's a, it's, a, it's a moral question. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, honestly, uh, I, I I personally won't do it. You don't um, do it. I don't. I don't think investing in uh, a company. Uh, I mean, look, right now we're all we're all paying for this war over there. Every single one of us being forced to send hundreds of hundreds of billions of dollars over to support a war, whether you're for it or against it. Um, and uh, so, I mean, get, either way you want to look at it. But I, I personally won't be buying. Uh, is could you play that? I guess you could, but I don't know if I'd feel good. I don't know if I'd be able to sleep at night. Doing mm -hmm. something like that, I'll be honest with you. I've had this moral question before, uh, in my own mind, and uh, I, I did. In, I have in the past invested in defense com companies, but it, I definitely won't be doing it again. Mm -hmm. uh, from Gary, will there ever be a day when these people, whoever they are, will not suppress the price of gold and silver? Mm. Well, ev eventually, what's going to end up happening here, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, people now. We're seeing this. This came out. I think it was last week. Um, it was reported that the that investors are now putting more cash into gold than ever in history. Mm. They're seeing more and more rich people. Rich people know the, the game here. Okay, we, we we're talking about people that have money or are wealthy. It's not because they have a lot of cash laying around because they own things. And we're seeing. Um, uh, we've been seeing this for a long time, but more and more people acquiring gold. I think silver is a much better play. Um, just based on a couple of metrics, if you want, we could talk about that too. 
but um, uh, definitely a move here towards gold. Eventually, what's going to end up happening here? Look, the Comex. Uh, this is all. You know, they, they don't. They don't have all the, the gold there. It's all also tr- traded on on fractions, unfortunately. And eventually, it's, it's going to get depleted. If enough people would actually go out and buy physical gold mm-hmm. and silver, this stuff is actually pretty rare. Um, we, we, we could, we could wake up the entire system. But if you have to, if you think about it, do you know how many people actually hold this stuff? A fraction of a fraction of a fraction Very of a small. fraction Very of a percent small. of the yeah. population wow. holds physical gold and silver and platinum and palladium. The rest of it that people have no idea. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. If pe- we could, t- we could take this all back. If we could just get, 10%, 5% of the population of the world to start holding real real stuff like this and stacking it, we could win, but they won't. Because people are just, first of all, they don't have the cash. They're, oh, I can't use cash. Most people don't even know where to even get it from. It's the most easiest thing in the world to, to buy in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many places, a couple of places I've used for years that are very trustworthy. But um, I don't know. It's... Yeah. Um, and More people need to hold this stuff, period. We could we could take the system down, but they got people so so freaking brainwashed right now. Unfortunately, they won't do it. Here's a good a good one for Greg Manorino. One of my um, uh, mentors, well, my, my mentor Andrew Goss used to talk about use debt as a ble- use debt as a blessing, and he always said people take your equity out of your home and then buy gold, that kind of thing. Some people say that that's a lot of interest that you're paying. Uh, do you think this is just a personal choice, whether if you have the money to buy cash for a home or just stretch it out as long as you can? I hate that. I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to owe anyone anything. Don't. So if, <laughs> I hate it. I'd, I'd rather, I, don't, I generally don't buy anything unless I can pay for it, you know, by cash. That's really the truth. Uh, but people do need exposure to these things. I think people need to be diversified. Um, I don't people. I don't think people should be putting all their eggs in one basket. I always say that people should be spread out, own a lot of different things and different mm-hmm. asset classes, especially the stuff that's suppressed here. Again, commodities is a place people need to be. No doubt they need to be holding gold and silver here. You know what I mean? Why do I, why? What, why is it that people like me and I would assume yourself or believe that gold and silver are the places to be? I mean, to me, it comes down to looking at the Dow Jones Industrial Average, gold ratio, and the gold-silver ratio. These are real things. People can look this up. And then we have to figure out, okay, what does it mean? Um, generally, uh, first of all, let's talk about this market. No one knows where the bottom is, okay? Right now, we're at Dow 34,000, whatever it might be. Uh, it has no bearing on reality. It's just all, in, it's all inflated on, 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 on fakery, in my view. P.E. ratios, forward guidance, all this stuff doesn't matter anymore. But um, so if we know for a fact, and this did happen, that the Fed jumped in to start propping up the market at Dow 6,000. Is that possible that the bottom of this market is 6,000 or is it even lower than that? I believe at one point we're going to get a gold Dow gold ratio of one to one. Let's say, for example, the bottom is 6,000 when we get a full on implosion in the debt market, which is going to happen. And that's going to put pressure on the stock market, which will sell off. Okay, Dow 6,000 would mean gold 6,000 uh, at a one to one ratio. And with the silver, uh, we are talking about probably a 15 to 1, maybe even a 10 to 1, uh, depending on, on uh, how bad it would play out. So you can see the multiples of how this has potential to play out. But that's why, and I believe that silver is the most undivided asset on the planet, bar none. I don't think really? there's one single mm-hmm. asset today that is more suppressed in price than than, uh, than physical silver. Well, there's a lot of silver bugs out there that 
hope they're going to see their day in the sun someday. <laughs> They've been wishing silver up for years, right, Greg? It did go up to 50 one time. What was it? A few years ago? And then didn't stay very yeah, it long. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was me. You know, people got really hyped up. And I bought all the way up. I bought all the way down. I've been buying this stuff since it's eight bucks. Um, was it eight bucks or even less than that? I don't even know. Long time. Um, but, you know, again, just understanding risk on, risk off. Right now, the situation is risk on to the highest possible order because of this hyperbubble in debt. It's going to reverse. Risk on is going to turn risk off. Cash is just going to move uh, here's, eventually here's into, good, um, into those assets. Here's another one for Greg before he goes. Let's see. For the past many years, I hear that buying silver or gold is the way to go to hedge our bets. However, I also hear that the good uh, market, the good market or the gold market, I think that's a mistype, is a manipulated and that is, and it doesn't do any good if you don't have it physically. Um, you have. To- oh yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I think maybe they're talking about who I don't want to own paper derivatives here. Uh, SLVGLD, all this. No, I want to hold the real thing. I want to hold it in your hand. Grab it in your hand, hold it. Find a place safe to put it. Again, there's risk there involved as well, but uh, there's ri- more of a greater risk not having it in my view. When this whole thing kind of flips around, it's going to. It's just a matter of time. So you're, are you, do you tell your clients to get into SLV or GLD, Greg, and do the paper, gold, or silver, or just go for the I don't. I, I, I don't sell anything. I don't have a single client. I just oh, tell don't. people what I feel is on my mind and what's going on here, and I want them to choose what they need to do. I want them to think about it. Again, ponder what you feel is right for you. Does this make sense what we're talking about here? Hmm. Um, hmm. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I would. I mean, some people don't want to hold it. Some people are like, well, I got nowhere to put it, so I'm going to buy the derivative. I mean, I guess you could, but there's also going to be a more counterparty risk. Everything has risk, as I said, but I would rather hold it in my hand. I think you're much better off if you don't hold it, you don't own it in, in many, many ways. So holding your hand, people, you'd be a lot better off, in my opinion. Yeah, all right? I but understand. make up your own mind. Oh, I thought you did. Uh, you don't do consulting like your website, Trader's Choice. That's not a client-based no, thing. I do all, all the stuff I do is free. <laughs> I want people to just listen to the stuff I'm saying and make up their own minds. I don't make any money off of this. I don't sell a damn thing. Um, <laughs> Good for you. That's, that's the truth. How do they get your newsletter? Uh, traderschoice.net? They can get it right off of traderschoice.net uh, from my YouTube blog. Yeah, my newsletter. It's free to everybody who wants it. Um, I don't charge for that either. I, I just want to raise people's awareness. And the more people that we can get involved, the stronger we become. Good for you. That's, that's great. That's, that's a nice uh, vision. Uh, ben says, Patrick, does Greg think there's any point in looking into crypto investing? Yeah, talk a little bit about that before we go. Um, there's been people Absolutely. people that have argued, yeah. uh, you know, crypto or Bitcoin would ever really threaten the dollar boys that they would figure out a way how to bomb it. Uh, what do you think? There's no threat whatsoever. No. Absolute zero. The entire market cap of the of the cryptocurrency space right now is less than half of one DAO component. Uh, it is, in my view, it's an, first of all, let me just lay, lay a few rules out here uh, <laughs> or facts. It's an extremely volatile space. It's not for everybody. Okay. It's a relatively new asset class that adds to another reason why it's extremely volatile. It is held only, unfortunately, at this point by a very few uh, fraction of the population, more even less than those that hold gold and silver. But I do believe that the big cryptos, including Bitcoin, 
is a place to be moving forward. I think uh, I'm, I feel very, very strongly that multiples, multiples on on people's investment is going to eventually be made. Wow. Again, debt bubble bursting, pressure on the stock market, cash will move into commodities. I also believe into cryptocurrencies. I also believe into other things as well. Classic cars, vintage musical instruments, mm -hmm. artwork, stuff like that as mm -hmm. well too. Cash just, again, it doesn't fly away to money heaven. It just looks for places to go. Uh, and that's how money moves through markets. And with a, a two trillion yearly deficit and probably going to go up, there's just no way, would there be great that, that central banks can quit monetizing debt because if they do the whole thing implodes right it just of course it's well that's the nature that's of the what they're going to do to operate that way that's, it's a perpetual vacuum like we said earlier yeah. it must operate in a constant deficit um it's never meant to be paid back it's meant to expand and expand and expand and there lies the power of central banking there lies the power of the debt-based economic model unfortunately uh we do not have a wealth-based system anymore in fact they don't even want us holding it in our hands there was a time not so long ago yeah. when coins had real metals in them like precious metals like gold right? and silver yeah. they took it away from us they don't even want it in your hand that should tell you something <laughs> that you need to get it in your hand that's my view <laughs> <laughs> they don't even want it in your hand. So we'll just take it out of the coins. Even go remember back what I remember, but I've read where back in the day the Romans used to clip the coins, right? And they would just clip it so they wouldn't have as much gold in there and people wouldn't know. Uh, you know people in control have always done this, right? They've always done it. Well, final point, oh, uh, I can remember back in the 70s, Jimmy Carter, Carter in a sweater, and uh, I interviewed a fellow by the name of, uh, who was the guy that uh, did Harry Brown? I was in a radio station in 79 in, in, in New Orleans, and he, during a commercial, he said, well, buy gold, Patrick, buy gold. And this was when gold, you know, and gold went to 850. And uh, of course, I didn't buy it. I was just wow. a kid in New Orleans. What did I know? You know, doing a talk show. But I remember that Harry Brown, and he was promoting his book, How to Be Free in an Unfree World. So back then, uh, gold really took a trip to 8, 850. And I think interest rates, didn't Greg go to 15 or 16%? Do you think we're going to see that interest rates before this little uh, adventure ends? I wouldn't be surprised. That's well, another way. That's how they're going to pressure. That's what they're doing. They're going to keep the pressure on. I don't think they're going to stop. They, they have no well, intention of stopping. They got the world by the throat. They got the people by the throat. They're going to keep the pressure on and create more slaves to the system. That's their goal, period. Control. It's awful. But and, and it's just, where's the revolt? Where's the revolution? I don't know. Maybe it starts here. Well, as you, as you well know, God love them. People are having such a hard time with their health and their jobs and their money and inflation and keeping things together that they, they don't have a lot of headspace to understand what we're saying. But, you know, we do what we can, right? We just talk to That's as it. many people as we can. Mr. Manorino, thanks so much for being here. You did a great job and it was really great fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. It was. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Greg Manorino, Patrick Timpone, and you can visit him on YouTube, also traderschoice.net. Well, he uh, doesn't pull any punches here, huh? I don't know. If you'd like to uh, stick around, we're going to just kind of wrap this show up, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about some interesting things, detoxing, health, how to live longer, how to not get sick, you know, that kind of fun stuff, stuff I really enjoy talking about. So that's coming up. I'm going to take a little break here, go downstairs, and I'll be right back. So you stay right there. Take care. Thanks to Greg Manorino um, for being here. Oh, a little quick plug before um, we go out for my, my good friend. Um, 
might as well, because we talked about it. If I could find the slide here, I'd put it up. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, it is uh, U.S. Coin Capital. Uh, please check out Fred Dushevsky. He's a he's a good guy. 800-468-2646. If you want to get gold and silver, I know Fred. Tell him I sent you. 800-468-2646. Uh, U.S. Coin Capital is the name of the website. Okay, see you in a few minutes. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.